podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Well, they walked into Madrid with hope in their hearts. And they'll walk away with the greatest prize in club football. Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool's King to the Cot are champions of Europe once again. LFC on the Touchline Factors Network. I'm your host, Fahi. Alongside me, I have Glam. What's up, man? What's going you on, doing? everyone? You good? good to be, yeah, good to be back, man. Good to be back. I'm happy. Football's back. You know, it's been a while. We're, we're going to be crowned what we should have been crowned. No default. None of that handed over. We're going to yeah. be doing it pro- the proper way. You know. And we've got the usual host of the pod who's on load management this week, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, bro? You good? I'm good, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad, man. I was waiting for the uh, ninth thunderstorm in the day to come through, but you know. Yeah, oh. the weather's a bit booky. Julian, how's things? I'm good, man. I'm good. Looking forward to this weekend. Yeah? For many reasons, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to all being back. All is good. All is well. Nice, nice. And finally, we have got a friend of the pod, Mush. How's things? How are we doing, bro? Yeah, it's nice to be with some fellow Reds. It's, uh, yeah, life's good, man. You know, a few weeks till we can call ourselves Prem, Prem champions, then it's completed football. And then time to focus on cricket full time after that. So, yeah, we're all good. I find it funny how much. Right. Who's focusing on cricket, bro? <laughs> team team Shakir, bro. <laughs> really? Okay. All right, mate. All right, mate. You, you can stay down there. Mushy's there, like, I got an IPL to win. What's going on here, mate? <laughs> all we know is that all the way back in August, someone said that we'd win the title. Yeah, you did. All right. Well done, mate. All right. I'm sure you'll bring oh, it up oh, plenty oh, of oh, times. <laughs> Mush did. Did you oh, as well? No, I don't remember going... Lam, <laughs> you, you never said we'd win, Oh, my God. Are we really going to do this now? You're going to start me off? Glam. Are we really going to start me off? 
No, but all right. Before we start Glab Off, before we start Glab Off. It's on pod. All right, let me uh, plug some things. So before we get started, I need to promote like the new Touchdown Frackers Discord channel. It's close to 300 people already on there and it's growing daily. There's going to be a special live chat for the game, uh, Arsenal versus Man City. So tonight, basically, because you're going to hear tomorrow morning. Um, so make sure you sign up and tag yourself as an LFC fan. Everyone's going to be on there. We're going to be jumping on, laughing at Arsenal fans. It's going to be great. So, yeah, definitely sign up to the <laughs> Discord. And also, you need to please subscribe to the YouTube channel, um, Touchline Frackers. All of our future episodes will be on there as a visual. So, if you want to see my beautiful face, Julian's beautiful face, Chris's top knot, you know, make sure to subscribe. So, yeah, as we were saying, Glam, did yes. you really say that? Did you really say we were going to win the league? Because I don't remember that bro, conversation ever happening. Bro, I was the only one on that pod that said we are going to win it. And it, and it's pod, it's on a pod. So, bro, it's, we can put money down. I don't mind. Boy, I mean, I'm, I'm not looking... Mind. Chris, you must have been hosting that one because I don't remember him ever. I actually think, I know, he, I think he was Mush hosting that one. Mush is the only one that's ever said it. That's I what I'm saying. The way Mush came onto the we, pod, like he's never been on before, was so funny. He's like, yeah, I'm here with a couple of Liverpool lads and that fam. Like, you were there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be treated like a guest for a while. Okay? No, 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 you're not a guest. No, no, no. Man wants the guy has the nice plates and stuff, you know what I mean? Like the good wine. <laughs> no, 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 you're getting biscuit and drink, bruv. Don't, don't try. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone's on a pod like, oh, yeah, injuries, I think Man City, uh, blah, blah. and I said, yeah, injury-wise, you know, we, we, we can be obviously, um, we can come across it, but we'll win the Prem. We win the Prem. It's on the pod. Like, let's, oh, yeah. let's, let's do this. We've been in the Prem. Listen, we'll come back and revisit this next week. Yep. We and will. we'll play the we recording. Will, yeah. No problem. We 100% will. That's fine. We'll yeah. do our yeah. researches cool. afterwards. Cool. All right, cool. So, um, big week. Back to normality of some sort. Football's coming back. How do you guys feel? Great. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Long awaited. Long, long awaited. Longer than any pre-season, right? So, Mesh, how have you felt with the time off of football? Uh, do you know what? I, it's, it's been so weird because I realised once football had gone, how much structure football provides for my week. In your life, right? Yeah, like, bloody hell. Now it feels like, you know, I've got to watch something to pass the time. These three hours would have been spent watching this or no match of the days on a Saturday. So, no, it's great. And it's, um, I don't know, I think... Based on the Bundesliga and Serie A, what's been really good is the players are so much fitter and sharper than we've probably given them credit for um, mm. over this period. And it kind of shows why they're the pros. You know what I mean? Like, like when you watch some of the Bundesliga games, especially some of the top sides like um, Dortmund or Bayern Munich, you, apparently their running figures are so are literally matching, if not higher, than before the season stopped. So, no, I'm really looking forward to it. Nice, nice. Did you watch the um, 6-0 game against Blackburn? What did you think? I don't know, because uh, we all know my views on Naby Keita, but I'm going to have to be quite complimentary, so that's going to be uh, interesting. But no, Okay, all right, all right. hold your Naby Keita chat. I'll hold, Naby... I'll hold it. I'll hold Chris, it. you start us off. What did you think of the 6-0 performance against Blackburn? What can you actually take away from it? It's true. It's like, you know, you can cut anything up to make it look, uh, look appealing, can't you? You know what I mean? Um... I mean, from what we saw, the sharpness, like what, what Mush said, the sharpness looked there, which was uh, very encouraging. Um, what that was. Um, yeah, sharpness looked there. Sharpness was there. Looks very encouraging. Um, you know, I think it was the one thing that I took out of it was the, what you would call close to first team players, such as Minamino, Keita, um, Rigi, whatnot. They looked 
look like they were ready to contribute. So, yeah, it looked, looked like they were all ready to go and they hadn't really missed a step. I mean, granted, it is Blackburn, but, you know, you can only play what you're up against. Yeah, true. And um, what did you think of Minamino's performance from what you could see? I looked... Um, I mean, we, we had that uh, bit of a laugh last week, didn't we, where we were kind of trying to tease Joe, saying that um, the replacement would be Minamino for um, Shakiri, And, you know, we kind of turned that joke into... Um, bit of a prophecy really so he looked, uh, looked sharp I think his first touch looked there finish for his goal was really good um, but yeah it's again I think someone said this um, a few weeks ago on Twitter the, the players that you know you hear about them being awesome in training um, those behind closed doors players they might thrive a bit more without mm. fans and that, that pressure I mean I also saw someone say that you know this might be the atmosphere to bring carriers back so you know let's take that for what yeah let's not Let's not do that. Let's not, let's not ruin a good time, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think it's just going to be a good opportunity for, especially, and I will come on to it later on, but with the five subs and stuff, it's going to be a good, good opportunity for you know the players who want to put themselves in the shop window to demonstrate their worth to other clubs and for the youngsters to really step up for us. I think, I think sorry, just to intervene there, is also that a big thing that we saw with Ox as well when he came um, is it's been a few months since Minamino's been here and you can notice there's been a change in his physical shape like the calves look bigger, he's, he's filling his shirt out more. And I think the athletic profile is so big for Klopp and his, his kind of player profile that he expects. That's, it's been really refreshing to see that because he's kind of caught up physically now or had the chance to, he's suiting our intensity a lot more in the way we play. Yeah, it's true. And like, I, I, I'm always interested to see how these players end up doing after a couple of months. So like, obviously with Fabinho, it took him a while to settle in. Um, it's taken quite a few club signings a while to settle in, so I'm really intrigued to see in the next nine games what Minamino can come up with. Um, Julian, what did you think of Naby's performance, your boy? Uh, Naby's performance. I'm a bit, you know what? Yeah, as I am with preseason um, when it comes to Liverpool, I'm a bit indifferent when it comes to seeing their performances like in less competitive, non-competitive situations. Uh, it's good, it's nice, because it's evident with um, a couple of other teams that we won't talk about are losing on their, you know, um, friendlies, <laughs> coming, back, <laughs> coming back into the Premier League. So it's a good sign that we're actually winning 6-0. And it also is a good sign that, you know, our fringe players, as I would say, the ones that are not starters, like um, Naby, Hoover and uh, Minamino have played well. Um, this is just me scrambling around to say I didn't watch it. I, I, I haven't seen um, the. I've seen you know little glimpses and little um, things that you put that you guys put into the group chat because I've been on Twitter like that. But I haven't seen highlights of some of the goals and the whole performances, so I can't really talk too much. But what I can speak on is you know uh, it's good that they're you know some like players like Minamino especially who physically when they came on you know when he came on against Wolves looked out of his depth is now acclimatizing to to Liverpool and Klopp. So that's that's good signs from what I hear um, and what I see is well. Naby Keita looks a bit a, a lot more. It looks like he put on, put on some strength. Look, even though he looks a bit leaner, looks um, looks like he can take a couple of strides without breaking down. So from what I've oh, seen, fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed, man. So what I've seen, he looks like he's got the the, the body profile now to, for someone that can last ninety minutes. I hope. Pause. Pause. <laughs> 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 but. I hope, like, you know, Naby Keita doesn't break down on us after, after 70 minutes or 60 minutes and we're able to see some consistent performances from him going forward. But <laughs> I hope things well, yeah. if, if not, yeah, we're going to have to send um, Keita to the same guy that Angel Gomez went to 
Yeah, yeah we need deep prayers. Deep prayers. Him, Igalo, and Fred. Whatever works, man. Yeah, whatever works. Like they need to hold at Nabi Keo if that's the case. But <laughs> I think he's been eating his football over quarantine, so I'm happy. I'm, from what I've seen, I'm happy. So uh, let's give it another go. Yeah. <laughs> what's this? What's this round four? Yeah, yeah. How many reloads, man? How many reloads? <laughs> Glad. What did you think? You were really excited to see the highlights of that game, man. You were you were waiting for the highlights. So you tell me, what did, what did you take from the eleven-minute clip? <laughs> Mate, listen, man. We we, we could have won one nil, but I would have glorified it either way. It was, just, it was just good to see actually the guys out and um, playing. Um, I was really impressed with the fact, obviously, the intensity that we were playing at. Um, I think the guys have missed playing as well. Um, obviously, by their interviews and obviously during lockdown and obviously reading a lot of the social media feeds, they were really, um, they were missing it. They were missing it. I know COVID was a massive thing, but you can just tell they're missing it. And it's just so refreshing for them to come back and to just see that. Like, it's just the fluency. I was happy. And the players, I'm, I'm not optimistic about Naby. I, I, I believe Naby, Naby's a special talent. But I'm I'm not gonna go off this. I'm just not I'm just not gonna jump on anything until I see him proper proper deliver and be available. Nice. But um, other than him, you know, Minamino, I mean, I'm glad he got his first goal. Um, he looked he looked impressive as well. So yeah, I'm 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 happy, man. I'm glad that we just we just came back and I saw the button like yeah, we're ready to deliver the title. And they got so much to look forward to as well. Anyway, it was a downer that we got at the um, Champions League, which I'm still pissed about. I can't lie. But I think they just they just want to deliver the trophy in style, and I think Everton are going to get worked on Sunday. I definitely, I definitely feel like this Liverpool side, they've they've got the men, like I remember Klopp called the mentality giants, and over yeah. obviously we'll have to see you know how 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 they play during the next weeks. But you know how you've seen some players look on Instagram or look look when they've come to play those games, those warm up games, they don't, they look yeah. a bit sluggish, they don't, they look out of like you know they look out of shape. None of us look like that. Like all of our players. All of them, yeah. I think even most of them, like when they when they're on a podcast or when they're talking um, to someone outside of outside of it, they're like, yeah, I just had a gruesome um, training session with the boys. Like these guys are still, you know, doing gang game press training at home during the pandemic. So that just goes to show the mentality of these guys. And I think this COVID ID, this premature to say, but I think this um, COVID COVID nineteen COVID ID COVID ID, you know, what <laughs> COVID I, what. COVID-19 yeah yeah <laughs> COVID-19 has actually kicked them up, up the arse a bit to be like you know what we want to go for the title again next year so I think that's definitely what they're prepping for so exciting times man exciting times I look forward to Sunday because I think Everton are going to get worked yeah okay that's confidence so Mersh you wanted to chat about your boy Nabi. What, what do you want to say? Because I know yeah. you, you are you are a naysayer of, yes, yes, of Nabi Keita okay I, I, I have constantly maintained this position. It's not that I'm a naysayer, right? It's that Nabi, I feel like Nabi has to do so little to be put on a pedestal with other players who have done so much for our club. And I Explain. think that does frustrate me a bit. Like, let's say, for example, Nabi has a great game, right? That kind yeah. of, the moment Nabi has a great game, it kind of automatically justifies why Genie's a ghost. Or why Hendo shouldn't be playing anymore. Like I fully yeah. want Naby to do well. Like I, I believe me, I support Liverpool. So if Liverpool are doing well because of Naby, I'm happy. But talk it, lad. Like, talk it. Yeah, what I don't like is this whole thing of like Naby does uh, a half decent pass yeah. where if someone like Wenduzi played it, we'd be cussing Arsenal fans for it. Yeah, but we do it ourselves and we don't realize. Yes. And we are the best team in the world now, and our standards for what we think is 
exquisite play should be at that standard and not just trying to make our marquee signing better than he's playing. I want him to play at the level... Two kind of that, Two kind of that. I hear you with the whole, like, we're the best team in the world, so we should have the best, like, you know, style football. Have you seen what our midfielders do? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Have you you seen what our, like, midfield is about? Like, that... Oh, no, don't get just... I I, I agree. I actually agree with much that. And when I see people, oh, yeah, Kater Hive, he's back when he does that one decent thing or when he finds his best time. Even, but, like, a couple of months ago, I was like, ah, oh, like, man, like, come on. But I, I, I kind of empathise with both sides. It's like... Julian, Julian, I'm happy for Naby Keita to be considered our best player when he's playing like our best player. That is, that is literally my position here. It's nothing to do with kind of me wanting him to fail. It's like, until you're there, bro... Yeah, 100%. I have seen Hendo, you know, score winners against Southampton, knock balls over the top against flipping teams that have saved us on games. I've seen Genie score doubles against Barca. Nabi, do that, bro, and you will be my most cherished possession at this club. I'm happy. The problem is, he can do that, but for him to do that, he needs to be fit. He needs to be fit. Like, everyone's coming back now. Through this break, through this pandemic and his 12-week break, everyone's come back fit now. No excuses. He's got a new trim, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, (laughs) he's got no excuses. I'm, I'm at the table where I'm like, I want to see Nabi do something before I even rave about him. I definitely will mosh. Before I rave about him, he needs to do something. Not three games, Julian. Not four games, bro. I need to be seeing him doing it. Go the end of the season. I've got my hot takes about Nabi. I'm just waiting. It's just stewing at the moment. You know when you're letting it like sit in the pot, simmer? I've got yeah. my hot takes with Nabi. You know what, guys? You know, with, you know with our players, like, is there any other Liverpool player who we know is world-class or a great player who we need to even try and convince others of that they're good. Like, I never have to have a debate with anyone about whether Sadio Mane is a world-class player or whether, you know, Fabinho is playing brilliantly. Like, it's only players who we know we can't back fully that we have to do the threads and essays about. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a weird one. I I would say... Um, the re- You're right. Number one, you are right in what you're saying about what the fans do and Naby. And like he, he will go past a couple of players and everyone will like throw a fanfare about it. And I think it's purely because they're trying to justify the price tag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, I agree. It, it, it's it, trying to justify the price tag and the hype because I can't lie. Come on, man. Everyone was watching the videos of RB Leipzig. He was like, yeah, he cut, ah, when we bought him. <laughs> oh, number eight, Gerard gave him the shirt. Ah. Yeah, like, let's not lie. We, there is that sense of, don't get, even myself, there's that sense of, I really, really hope Naby Keita bags because, fam, there, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of stock that, that was previously put into him that, that's obviously been taken out very early. But yeah, man, that... Do you know what's nuts? We've got, we're so, Fahi said this so many times on Twitter, but we've become so sensitive now, yeah, that we can't even accept that Nabi Kekata might be the only L we have, yeah? It's true. It's true. That we might, might be our only L, but the fact that someone can say something, even though the remaining 13 players in our squad are brilliant, we can't even handle that. Like, it's hilarious. Right, but you know what, yeah, let's, let's be fair, though. Let's be fair to Kekata. He's had, for example, more of an excuse to be backed by Liverpool fans as compared to some of the other players that we back that we religiously back and make friends about because Naby Keita, to be fair, even when he was fit or when he appeared to be fit and on the bench, he wasn't really getting chances because it was tight. Like, it, was, it, was, it was neck and neck with Man City last season. Klopp had a yeah, try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this season, I've been kind of harsher on him because of that. But 
I feel like it's been kind of justified because obviously with injuries, one, we're kind of holding on to the, oh, if he's not injured or if he's fully fit, which we still haven't seen yet for, for a good stretch, for a good stretch. So I fully agree, Julian. It's like the Morris thing at City, right? Like, if, like last season, Morris didn't play. So you can't say Morris is crap if he's not playing. And I'm fully on that. But yeah. just because we can't call him crap doesn't mean we should rate either. So I'm trying to provide balance. I'm Thanos, bro. I'm providing balance to this universe, man. No, 100%. No, I don't, I don't think his ability is in question. It's the fact, obviously... Um, Application. Yeah, and what he's doing. I, 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 I said um, a couple of pods a couple of months ago that on he's he, he, he close to the flop list with Carriers of Klopp signings. He's close to the flop list. And I'll no, stand by that. No, that. No, I disagree. No, the sample size ain't big enough, man. You, got, you can't say that. But wait, if he, do, if, he, if he doesn't play anymore, then he's going. Like, not... if, 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 if he's unfit for another few months of the season... What can you do? We're going to leave him on a wage bill. Do you know? What, oh. You know what I'll say to consider a flop. Yeah, is yeah. someone who has shown, who has had the ample opportunity, but no ability. Kate has shown ability with ample opportunity. Because let's be honest, I get you. Last year, clutch games like Arthur, call Arthur. Moreno and Kate are the same thing. Man. No, no. Let's not lie. No, no. no okay. Not... All right. All right. All right. All right. So, so I love bringing this pair up. Dejan no. Lovren. Does he count as a flop? For what, because no, no way, no way. Yeah, for, for what he was, rubbish. Uh, he's, he's not a flop. No yeah, he's rubbish. Ah, uh, there we go. This is, this is what I want to get to. Shit, it's not good enough. You know, you know what I call him a flop? Because what we brought him in for, he didn't succeed, he didn't fulfill. KR, there's still time, there's still, you know, time, and obviously there's been actual reason flop, for it. Nah, I wouldn't say obviously, not being a flop. Love right, all right, so Mush, why do you not think Dejan's a flop? Based on Julian's... Un- explanation of what a flop is and like all right so we purchased Lovren for 20 mil and um, it's okay. been about five seasons now 25 with add-ons chill it was 20 man come on it was, I remember it was 25 don't add, that, don't add that hatred interest bro. <laughs> it was 25 it was 25 mil I remember on the door 5 mil Dejan Lovren and I think Lallana was like what 23 of 23 okay Lallana did help us get to the Champions League so I don't think that's a He's not no, 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 I'm just, I'm just saying that. The, the, I remember the, the Southampton sale. I remember that time. It was, <laughs> I, I, I was doing my accounting. It's all right. You, Laurie was talking about <laughs> no, all right, so, all right, so, so I know we've gone sideways. We have inflation. Can I explain why it's not a flop, though? Go on, then. Because I think a big thing that Julian defines his hatred on Lovren on, yeah, is the evident moments where Lovren has proven he's not the highest level. But that doesn't mean someone's a flop. Like, for example, you know, last, Jan- um, last December, when we became the first team ever to win every game in December, right? That's never happened, yeah? We got maximum points in December. Dejan Lovren started every game, yeah? My boy. Yeah? Now, three games afterwards, I think, or it might have been even one game, I think this was straight in, this was the loss to City, yeah? My guy got ripped by Sergio Aguero. There's no harm. Dejan Lovren only gets ripped or outdone by the cream of the crop. It's not a weekly rubbish thing going on, man. He, he, did, he, did, he, did, show, he did show signs of um, um, inconsistency, though. I'll give you that. Inconsistency, I agree, bro. But if you've been in the team for long enough where you have not hindered your team from achieving its objectives, then yeah. it haven't really been a flop. You might not be the star player, but it doesn't make you a yeah. flop. There's, not, you, there's a middle ground there. And he's yeah, no, I agree. Good. He's not a flop for me, but he's not good enough. Do you, do, do, do you know my retort to that? My retort to that is, as I said before, you've got to remember what these guys were brought in to do. 
Lovren was brought in to be Van Dyke before Van Dyke was there. And he evidently showed when we gave you 30, 30 games in the season, we had some of the worst performances I've ever seen in my time as a Liverpool fan. So and you was leading the line. And you was the and you was the most responsible. So you add some when you when you're giving up performances like what you did against Balassi or in Gerard's last last couple games, then I'm sorry, you're flopped to me. But Nabi Keter, he has he has in the time if we if we'll support Nabi if we'll average out Nabi Keter's games into ten games, it will say four out of ten games he's actually shown ability. Like uh, four out of ten games, you've actually seen him, and most and this consists of him coming off the bench as well. He's actually shown the ability to to be in our in our midfield. But six out of ten, six out of ten of those times, he's not giving catastrophic fuck ups that are detrimental right. to the or giving away the ball or not defending or making the wrong passes. This, that, and the other. He just hasn't been given the ample opportunity to like have a full ninety minutes over a good good amount. When I see that and he and he flops and he's and he's not great, then I'll be like, all right, fair, like. But until then, right, fair enough. So, what you, I'll give you a question. A whole panel. Right? What would you prefer? Yeah. So, would you prefer a player who can be available for thirty-five games and have I don't know out of the thirty-five game he has six not so good or maybe more? Average it how you want. Or would you prefer a player with, un- with great ability but available for ten games? What would you, you take, prefer? You take player A every time because it's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, uh, although Lovren, obviously, you know, he, he can be. Um, have errors and consistencies. He's there to be for the taking, and he's there. And don't be wrong, I'm not a big, massive Lovering fan, but when we've needed him available, either injuries to Gomez or so forth, he's come in and stepped in for us, especially this season. And he, he's done. He's done a job. He's done a job. When we've needed Cater, yeah, he's nowhere to be seen. I'm nowhere sure. to be seen. We needed Cater though. What do you mean? We need him anyway. Even he's a player that gives us a different dimension of meant to be given us a different dimension in midfield. Because we've got Ronaldo, we've got Henderson, yeah? Now he's supposed to be a player that gives us something different. Yeah? He's not there. Right, now, you know what? I can give you a good example where he did come onto the pitch when we needed him and he did change the game. So against United, away, him and, if I'm not mistaken, him and Lalana came on and it yeah. was Nab- Nabby's pressing and Nabby's like, movement with the ball that kind of got us that equaliser. Yeah, From yeah. what I remember... Yeah. But he can do that, and that's what he can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a problem. He can do that, and that's I, I'm, I admire that. But the the, the fact, obviously, we're, um, we're giving him reasons. Oh, nah, this, nah, he's not, he's not, he's not 15 years old. He's a grown man, and he needs to be available more. His ability ain't a question. It's whether he's available or not. I don't think we've got the sample size to actually assign him as a flop. If that makes sense. That's yeah, not yet. No, yeah, I agree, Chris. So don't misquote me. He's not a flop yet, but he, he yeah. will be on that board. That okay, so if, he got, all right, so if he got sold at the end of the season, let's say, for example, just for some yeah. random reason, financial reason, he gets sold at the end of the season, does yeah. he go down as a flop or not? Of course, flop, man. Flop. Yeah, it depends on, well, it depends on what you get back for him. Are we getting back how much we pay for him? We'd be considerably low. If I say, if I say, if he goes into the season and you look so at his highlights, career, bro. This is going to go off a tangent, yeah, but. Is would you consider Dembele and Malcolm to be flops at Barcelona? Hundred percent. Well, Malcolm, I don't know because Malcolm he didn't go there as a as a, as a shoe in. Malcolm, Malcolm got flogged for tax purposes, basically. It's not me. Like Malcolm, <laughs> Malcolm's a bit different. Dembele, I don't think Dembele is ever worth that money. And you know, I know he's an emerging talent, but I don't think he's ever worth that money. But he's he's another one. Uh, Injury the record is poor. I think we need to be a bit more. Selective of the term when we use flop. I think Kate has been a disappointment. It's not been a flop, in it. So yeah. flop. Um, flop for me is 
Floss for me is Markovic by far. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but he hardly got a chance though. So how are we moving on? No, he did. He did. He, did. he, had his he did, man. He was crap. Like, like, he did. Markovic was yeah. crap. He, 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 he wasn't. He, he, he didn't <laughs> like this support. This support worker thing is, is isn't the way forward, bro. You can't. <laughs> yeah, no, no, come on. He wasn't a level friend of what we've seen. But can you say he really got a chance? Yeah, really? man. He, he did. Asa- get... Asaidi, did Asaidi really get a chance? Right, Asaidi oh, no, did enough. No, I don't think Asaidi did. Graham has a uh, point. He's a Europa League merchant. There's been bare little wingers, yeah. Wingers, yeah. yeah. Now I'm looking at that. Like, <laughs> you would have been all right still, like. Yeah, back right, of them. Um, fucking. Uh, Suso. Uh, Asaidi. Yeah, you see for like five games, they're shit, yeah, but then you think to yourself, like, raw, like. If, if, if like Brendan Rodgers or something gave you like five more games to just settle in and try to do your thing, you, you'll be all right. But yeah, no, Markovic, he, he's different now. Guys, I, guys, guys, I, guys, look, guys, put simply, yeah, we're trying to justify Naby Keita's time by saying he was better than Asaidi, yeah? Let's sort ourselves out. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one's saying that. No one's saying that. No one's saying that. <laughs> no, no. that was you're a disgusting like, guy. That, is, that has not <laughs> been said. <laughs> that has not been weaponized against us, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> you think I'm not clipping this tactically, Chris? I'm clipping this nicely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So, Chris, um, what do you expect to see, like, realistically, what do you expect to see in the next nine games from Naby? What do you want to see, other than 10 out of 10 performances? Next nine games that is available. Well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Glenn's hit the nail on the head there. I'm not going to do a, a Marco in it and say I need eight goals and eight assists from him. Um, he's a superman and stuff. He's got too much, uh, too much money on a losing team. <laughs> but um, I, you just want him to be fit and available for nine games, have some contributions. I don't think he'll start on Sunday. I think he'll start against Palace, though. Um, and you just want to see... You want to see that profile of the guy that we saw at Leipzig, um, the guy who is pressing, the guy who can break from the midfield. And, you know, if he grabs a few goals, that'd be great. If he just looks like a engine in the midfield, that's even better because it shows that he's adapted to the style of play and he knows what's asked of him now. You just want, yeah, to, see that. You just want, to, see that. You just want to see that intelligence more than anything because he's a smart player. And it's, the, it's yeah. It's just the availability stuff more than anything, really. So, so what would your ideal three midfield be? From now to the end of the season? Yeah. Let's say they're all fit. All fit? Because right Fab. now they are all fit. Yeah. Fab. I've, I've got Fab. Six. I'm going to sound like, I'm gonna sound like a tool here. Fab Hendo, do you know? And that's, that's such that's, a waste, man. Yeah, but it's just nah, so it. safe. I get it, Chris. I'm not saying I but I get it. I yeah, get yeah, it. yeah, I can't let you go. Chris, I don't have any veins left, bro. Please. <laughs> During the yeah. season, yeah, I, I kind of was like, oh, no, K.O.X., one of them. But now yeah. I to the fact that, you know what? These, yeah, Hendo and Genie, they deserve it, man. They deserve, they deserve You know it. what? It's, it's my old age showing there. You know, I want something a bit, bit, I want something safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to be chasing dreams and. Doing what now? <laughs> just to be left down in the end. That's one's been safe. But, you know, I think for That's certain games, let's say, one. you know, we still got to play Burnley, um, Brighton, teams like that. I think then you can change it up. It's what we've discussed before in terms of changing it up for lesser opposition. So then you, then you definitely could do, um, you know, maybe you don't even play Fab. You can give him those days off and then you play someone else in the six, Cater, Ginny, something like that. It, it just depends. I would never, I, I'm not doing Oxendo. After everything we've seen, the sample size is there to say that ain't happening. Yeah, that's just oh god. But Ox, Ox against the Flutter Gummy was probably our best player. So, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you got to absolutely. shoot. 
when Ox when Ox is disciplined and he's told, yo, don't just don't run around and try and do a mad thing. Just run the lines, pressure, pass the ball when you need to, and you're good. But still bring that intensity. But yeah, man. Uh, Ox, you know, Ox could be de- definitely be a star if he was a bit more like tactically disciplined or as tactically disciplined as Genie went on. Let me not knock him. So I would say Ox is more of a shooting than Kata at the moment for me. But still, I'm the same as I'm the same as Chris, man. That five Genie handle, I'm I'm I've resided to that. Klopp has beaten me. He's won. Like, you can't beat this guy. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Glad would you go with the th- same three? What for the rest of the season? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, from performances from the last, um, Fabinho don't make it. I'll be honest. In 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 a, in a ideal. Oh wow, world, Mush clapping as well. Interesting. An ideal yeah. world, Fabinho, Fabinho does make it. He does make it ideal world, but I'll be honest. On performances I'm from prior, I'll go Henderson, Ronaldo, and Ox. Okay. Fab 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 Fabinho. He, he's been poor. He's right. been poor, and the more and more he's been played. He's getting worse. So, yeah, nah. How about yourself, Mesh? What would you do? Um, I think I can just... I have to echo Glam's sentiments there. I think... I haven't seen Fabinho make a tackle since about November, so... (laughs) 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 Honestly, we get walked through that middle and then we're lucky to probably have the best centre-back in at least a decade to at least Mm. save us in that situation. So, I would personally go... I'd play Hendo at the six and I think he's really proven that this year he's fine coming in. Um, then I'd play I'd play Genie just for some familiarity, even though it's not that exciting. But then I think that's that third place is where either Naby or Ox, because I think one thing that's going to be needed in this crowdless atmosphere is someone to inject some kind yes. of athleticism or energy. So I think where you've got Hendo who can you know move the ball, keep it ticking over, keep us organised. Genie just plugging some holes. I really want that player in that third spot to, like Chris was saying, take control of the game. Naby, we, our midfield, don't score goals very much, don't get assists, no. but it's all about the eye test. It's about who's adding quality to our play. And I want either Ox or Naby to be the one who adds that quality. I think. It's interesting that you say that you'd want Hendo in the six when Klopp's kind of favoured Widge in the six this year over Hendo for some reason. Why, why is that? I, I think... It's more, firstly, that period where Fabinho was out and Hendo, I think he really expanded his passing range. And I think that could be a benefit, this, especially at the start, this weird period where defenders might be fit, but they won't be sharp. And I think Mo, Mo Salah and Mane are going to have lots of good runs going in behind. I think Henderson's more equipped with that than the genie who plays for Liverpool, because the one who plays for Holland would probably play that pass over the top. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I think... Just based on what the team could prosper with, I think Hendo, for me, would be better in the six, yeah. Okay, interesting. So, um, obviously, there's the new five-sub rule. I'm not sure if everyone knows, but... Um, yeah, yeah. So, moving forward, there's a new five-sub rule, which I'm sure Klopp will utilise um, straight away. So, do you see more trust minutes being given to any youth players at all? Obviously, we know that Minamino's going to get minutes. We know that Kate is going to get minutes. Um, Origi... Milner, Lalana at some point, Shaq possibly if he's allowed to play, not really <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, do, do you see any of the youth players getting any minutes at all? I only see Hoover, uh, apart from Hoover and um, maybe Curtis Williams. But even still, I don't think so. Curtis Williams? 
Nico. Nico, Nico Williams. No, no, sorry, Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones. Jones, okay, yeah, Curtis yeah. Jones sorry, Curtis Jones. But even then, I felt like these players, apart from Hoover, Curtis Jones and the likes of um, Harvey Elliott and Brewster, if he's back, I'm not sure. Nah, he's still at Swansea. Yeah. Okay, so they will, they would only be given minutes when our squad is thin and our depth in our squad is quite large now. So I do yeah. see Klopp opting to give the Origis, the um, uh, Lalanas, uh, the Milners to even close off a game, Keita, um, Ox, uh, who else is there? Big squad. Shakiri, if he's if he's if his cars are still working, uh, yeah, I see those <laughs> six in front of all of all of apart from Hoover maybe, um, or if there's any defensive issues. But I see a lot of our senior players getting more time than the youngers, unless there's some sort of like, for example, Dejan Lovren, who's probably going to get sold this summer. We hope. Um, please, please. You hope. Yeah, Not we, me. Nah, man, I'm, I'm seven, bro. Yeah, but you like him fighting? Yeah, man, that's my boy. I've always defended him. What the hell you like about him, bro? <laughs> He's a good lad. What? Like, you're talking to Salah? Nah. <laughs> well, nah it's, not, it's not that. It's not that. My, my, my point with Lovren has always been, you're, you're going to find it hard to find a better fourth-choice centre-back. Agreed. That's, but that's the thing, though. He, he, he worms his way back to fucking second choice. This is my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Joel Matip can't be stand up properly. Yeah, because, because your boy Matip can't stay fit. Yeah, but I'm trying to say it. I don't like that, though. I don't like it. Because obviously he worms his way back up the top, like he got juju on him or something. I'm like, bro, I don't like it. I like, how, I like how Glammy's making it sound like a Lovren's guy around bottling people just to get back his seat. Bro, he's doing something. I don't know. He's doing something. I was telling you. It's actually that we can't beat this guy. Like every time I see him, like exactly, beat this man. Like he's just here all the time. Yeah, he, he's a god. He's a god. He's a god. Serie A move falls through, but he's a god. He's just a god. He's yeah. A god. yeah. I'm so happy for him that he's going to leave the club with a Champions League and a Premier League. Like, honestly, okay. I'm going to I'm going to have Lovren as my display picture and everything. I'm going to milk it so badly. I got nothing, nothing <laughs> on his, all his time at Liverpool, and he's thinking Lovren is going to get everything, everything <laughs> that all of our legends wanted, and I hate it. It, it uh, is sick. You know, with their five subs thing, yeah. Do you, do you think a lot of it? I was thinking about this today, actually. About do you I think, think the fifth take, but go on. Yeah, no, it is to be fair. But do you think a lot of this depends on how do I how do I word this? In in the time that's gone, right? In the time that's elapsed, do you think the club's kind of objectives have changed from we need a title? Because I feel like pre-COVID, it was all about we need to win this title in the most dominant way ever. Are we still aiming for this most points you can ever achieve? Or is this just a, let's win this title in two weeks and then everyone gets their, you know, Make-A-Wish Foundation minutes? What, um, what, what Have we shifted our, kind of, what we want us to, to be perceived as? Has, has that shifted? I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I think with the way the club is currently and the stature that we are, we're never going to go into a game not wanting to win. Um, Klopp's always going to put a team out to try and win a game. And we've seen that even when he's put, put out weakened youth team members we still ended up beating second string Arsenal teams do you get what I mean so I don't I don't I, don't, I know what you're trying to say are we trying to go for the record points tally or not but I think this is such an extreme situation where no matter what we may think these players aren't match fit so they're not all going to be able to be playing 90 minutes every three days um, yeah. so I feel like the five, five sub things going to be used yeah, but I'm saying it depends on who comes on as well then doesn't it because, yeah yeah, yeah. like it goes from, is Curtis Jones going to come on? 
or do we genuinely care about these points so Milner is coming on? Like, it's, it's one of those two. Well, it's from, I guess it would be, there's, there's two parts of it. It's going to be A, situational, see if someone's in the red zone in terms of their you know, conditioning. If they reach that point, then someone will come on to obviously replace them. And the second part will obviously be whoever just worked the hardest in training. Because you know how that's how Klopp operates, isn't it, really? So if, you know, Kurt yeah. has a good week in training, he'll come on, get a few minutes. The same with Harvey Elliott. Um, you know, those who went to Turkey to get hair transplants, they won't give you getting minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, but, uh, I can't, I don't know how many years. I personally, <laughs> I personally think that, um, I think, obviously, I think it's a given that, well, it is a given that we're going to win, we're going to win the league. Um, I do think, in my opinion, the club, and all, all, let's be real, as all, all football fans, we kind of know that this season and the remainder of this season is kind of not not going to be seen in the most legendary light. Not going to be seen through the tainted but, title thing. But, 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 but let's be honest, even the players will feel that within themselves. They're going to feel like, raw. we could have done if this was a normal season. We we could have we could have set records, everything. But I think next season is the objective. Yeah. For, for for the club because this season's right off. Like let's be real, like they're not gonna. I don't. I don't think they're gonna win the same amount of money that they win for a Premier League title. Um, the stature, the 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 level, the level of like excitement has kind of gone down. Even though you know, yeah. it's not gonna be the same. We're not gonna. We're not gonna have the title right. celebration. Right, never... speak, speak for yourself. I'm gonna be drunk as soon as that's announced. You know, you never. That our first Premier League title is not gonna be the same. Like. No, you are, you are right. It's not going to have that same... It, it still has that mystique about it, but it's still not going to have that same kind of like, you can like yeah. just go and link up with all your mates. And just... Yeah, no, nah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Obviously, I, I um, yeah. we, a couple of my boys and I, we were booked, obviously, we should be in a hotel. It was supposed to be a hotel in May. We booked it up. Um, it was like, go out of town last year. I mean, Newcastle, last game of the season. Everything. So everything was all set in place. And then this whole thing happened. So, you know, the parade and stuff ain't going to be as much the same. But, you know, I'm just glad that I didn't think the season would be voided, but a lot of people pushing for it and they wanted it. And I didn't want it where we were we denied of that winning it that way. So I'm just excited that it's coming back normal. We're going to win it and we're doing style. I think the guys I said earlier in the pod, the guys are hungry. They were, they were doing style. Oh, if, if there's no crowd, if we slap Everton and everybody's team six, fives, yeah. oh, it, 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 will, it will bring it back. Do you know what I mean? It will bring the enthusiasm back. And But I do understand what Mush is saying. You know, it's... Um, even though we lost our record and we've got uh, Champions Athletic on Madrid, some people's mindset may be, you know, it's not as, you know what I mean, incredible as it would have been. But either way, man. It's, it's, you know what? As long, as long as we reach 100 points, I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fahi, I need to step in and say that. I need to agree completely with that. And I think, Julian, the one thing I disagree with about next season, bro, is that we are taking this freak Liverpool form as like some kind of given for any team that's doing well. Like this is more points than any than any team in Europe's top five league ever. Yeah. This is never gonna happen again, bro, at this level. Like 109, bro, I didn't even think 100 was possible until Prepper like, Prep like, like came. We're due to get almost 10% more than that. Like, yes, we can win it next year, but there is no way that something as absurd as this can happen again. But I really believe we can get 90 Do you want to bet, you want to bet that Liverpool fit, next season finish with 95 plus points? Julian, you can't go every year losing one <laughs> point a year, bro. No, 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 no. no. Like you, I, I, I would have agreed with you, yeah, if, if this season was a normal season. But these men have had rest and 
they're, they're, to be honest, our team, if I'm being honest, is the most physically fit and the, probably the most strongest team in the whole of the Prem in terms yeah. of being able to hack probably every player every play in our team, apart from one or two, could play 38 games in a season. Most, 90%. Most, most, play, most teams in the Prem can't do that. So, yeah, I, I do feel like, what, I do feel like, yeah, like, you know, this form that we have now is amazing and it probably, to be honest, won't be replicated again in terms of not losing until God knows when. But I do think like what happened with Man City was especially this season mentally tired. They were drained from the fact of winning the title twice in a row and then going getting 198 points. Liverpool now we've kind of had that rest and and there's that hunger from these players again to be like you know what we can do the same thing that we've done this season again and we'll be better because I don't see a lot of teams getting better next season to be honest. Like to the level that's going to be like all right we're gonna. We're gonna lose a lot more games than we did this season, in my opinion. That's, that's a just... really, that's a really good point, Julian. I think with the, yeah, with the group of players that we've got now, and how you know dedicated they are, how how mentally strong they are, as we've been saying all season, and with the talents, you know, we've got game winners all over the pitch. We've got mentally strong lads all over the pitch. You look at what everyone else in the league has got. All right, cool. You have got a few good players. Are you gonna be able to add to that properly this this summer? Probably not. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's other than Chelsea, who are gonna sign anyone and everyone. Yeah, Chelsea. They're a problem. They cause us issues in our best seasons. Like, I, yeah. I, they're kind of given. But the rest of the league, and also, I do feel like this is going to be a bit of transfer. I do feel like Liverpool's playing a bluff here. There will be one or two signings, in my opinion, that I think is going to come through in this. The this mystery season. box? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I do feel like Liverpool's playing, playing like that. I do think they're, they're going to adapt. But I, I can't lie, man. Like, next season, I don't see... I don't even see... Yeah, I don't see us finishing anything outside of the top two, man, next season. Yeah. But I know it's early doors. But it's no, it's not in top two. Yeah. We're going to win the league next year as well, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Nah, I like echo on that as well. Obviously, um, we didn't make no signings this season. Obviously, we can't talk about the young kids, Vandenberg and obviously the Ellis and that. But I think, obviously, uh, what you guys are saying is, is spot on. Because obviously, we've got a settled side, settled dressing room, settled philosophy, you know, and... Um, we can, I would love a sign, don't get me wrong, I would love a signing, but we know what we got, we know what we're about. And I think a lot of the other clubs are trying to search to find elements to add to their game and to their squad. We're not in that situation. We're all about adding and evolving and getting extra. Do you know what I mean? So I do think um, what you guys are saying is spot on where we will be there next season and I think we'll win it next season as well. Some of these, um, some of these clubs needed major surgery as well. You know what I mean? Major. 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 Like, you underestimate how how far we are from like quite a few clubs, even big clubs and all of that. I think we're, yeah. I personally think we're levels above, not levels, but we're a level above Barcelona right now in terms of football wise. We're a level above, we're a level above, you know, Man United, Arsenal, oh, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're the best team yeah. in the world. Yeah. I mean, I, I hold Bayern Munich in quite high esteem as a football club, yeah. as everyone else does. And, you know, they've got a brilliant squad as is. But even then, they still need to add about three players. To you know, <laughs> yeah. get to where they need, get to where they want to be, but we don't have that problem. We, well, you know, when we were complaining last week about Werner, it would have been a you know it would have been a good signing. Even I turned my fucking you know eyes on the prize, thinking you know what, it, I, I came around on it. It would have been a good signing, but then I can always flip off and say no, nah, we're never going to do anyway, innit? But <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I heard. I said he starts doing well, man. Fucking you know. <laughs> hell. But we just needed that. We just need that one player that we can rotate in and out with. You know what I mean? We just need that auxiliary option. I think that's what that's what I've, I think that's what like Minamino's the type that like Minamino's and Ox and K. Even though we, we don't like them to be, 
and Cater and Ox are. Like, they're not... I don't think they're the first name on Klopp's team sheet. And to be honest, to have that in as as a fan of Liverpool, have have Kea Ox as not first first names on the team sheet. And if you want to add Matt and Shakiri, that's pretty good depth, to be honest. Like for, for years going forward, that's that's pretty decent. So yeah, I'm I, like when it comes to depth with Liverpool, yeah, up front I can have my grievances, but I'm not too fast, man. Like yeah. we next year, I think we can definitely do this. Have this type of season again because, as again, we're meant to be we're meant to be so strong. Yeah, definitely. While everyone's still kind of finding their feet in this new, especially with the, what's happening financially in this new financial and Premier League state. So we'll have to see, man. But I definitely feel like Liverpool set up for another. Right, it's, it's going to be proper funny seeing certain clubs being, uh, you know, coming the bailiffs coming to their door because they made uh, exuberant uh, purchases last summer that they probably shouldn't have made. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. So uh, we have to we have to dedicate some time to the Ev. Um, obviously, we play Everton on Sunday, seven o'clock. Sky Sports, was it yeah. Sky Sports, yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, what are we predicting in terms of team and scoreline? Are we going with the regular Jurgen Klopp best eleven with a uh, Hendo, Wijnaldum, um, and? Fabinho midfield and then the front three is normal or are, are, do we think he's going to come up with a few changes anyway? Mersh, what do you think? Oh God, I, I don't know. I think I think Everton are actually a, I know we always beat them and I think they're shit but they, there's uh, the only thing that worries me a bit a bit about Everton is that they've got some really good players physically especially up top like with Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison and I think that explosiveness is going to be a worry for Klopp when we're still like adjusting mm. it's like the whole point about like you know constantly doing driving lessons but suddenly when there's no driving instructor even though you know how to drive it doesn't feel natural and i think that's going to be that whole thing of shit what's caught out by the physicality um i think to counter that yeah you're right i think our midfield will be the reliable one just so everton feel like they have very little chance um i don't know how fit bobby is actually i think that that's a that i, I don't know if he's as sharp. I think Bobby Bobby will play, but Minamino will play a lot. I think I think Minamino will probably come on for Bobby in about seventieth minute or something because I think that that role that he plays takes time to get accustomed to. I think Sadio and Mo are just gonna just keep going and doing what they're doing. I think a lot of people have kind of forgotten their hunger for goals, and I can't wait to see that again with all that movement because I think Everton. With Ancelotti, it looks a bit more promising, but defensively they're still crap. And yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to us ripping them to shreds in that sort. <laughs> um, so, what about in terms of scoreline? Do you think it's just going to be a clean sweep? No, I think we'll concede a goal. Maybe I'll go for three-one. Okay, Chris, how about you? What do you think in terms of your predictions for? I, I really think there's going to be a surprise, man. I, I just don't think he's going to go with the standard eleven. Yeah, I, I think agree. I think it could be like what Mush said. If I maybe do something up front, but because Salah didn't play in a behind closed door game, did he? Until no, was it Sunday? Him and Robertson. So it could be one of those two. It could be Milner at left back. If there's a bit of a bit of an issue there, but it could be a bit of a surprise. But it might be a situation where he's already got the two teams in mind, so he's got his team for. Everton on Sunday, and then is it Crystal Palace on Thursday? Wednesday? You know what? Yeah, These games are like yeah. all over the place. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we're playing Wednesday. 
So, in the grand scheme of things, that's what you, your normal midweek Champions League game. So, he could have a different team in mind for then, just in terms of fitness level. So, yeah. But I think he might just be, you know, standard midfield, possibly standard defence. You know, if there's something wrong with Robertson, Milner can fit in there. Um, and up front, I think he'll keep it fairly standard. Um, maybe Divock up front. Divock does love a game against Everton. Against Everton, yeah, he does. Um, That's true. Great point. Great can absolutely pam Pickford one last time, just in case he moves <laughs> on. Um, but um, yeah, it's it's a weird one. I think the point that Mush said about you know the physicality up up top with Calvert Lewin and Richarlson, that's you know, that's not the worst um, two to have. Up they're front. annoying though. They're very annoying. Richarlson's a bit. They, of a they don't play stop. against They don't stop. They're really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying. I, I can't. I can't see us losing, even if it's you know. The first game in what three months? Yeah, um, probably get comfortable two 0 I'd, I'd be pissed off if we conceded just because, you know, past form and whatnot. Even though that's out the window, but yeah, comfortable two 0 and then just march on to Palace. Okay, so so um, I'm going to start with Julian on this one. From the remaining nine games, what are you actually predicting happens? Like, are you expecting clean sweep of nine wins? Or do you think we're going to have another L? Do you think anyone's going to stand out in particular? What are your hopes and what are your predictions? Um, I'm actually looking at the Premier League up to see our, our next nine, our next last nine games. You know what? City away. City away is the only one I see us having an issue with. Mm. But even then, um, I, see, I, see, I see that issue only being a draw. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe Brighton can cause us problems away because I think they're in relegation. If I'm correct, and nah. They, you know what? They need to get a fucking beating. You know, after yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, you're not respecting Arsenal away. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> let's just not even talk about them. Yeah, let's get serious, man. That's 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 not that's. All right, let me be respectful. It's not going to be an L for us. <laughs> that's, that's that's as far that's as far and, as. I'll and go. even if it is, it's behind closed doors. It doesn't count anyway. <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, but this weekend though, I can't lie, fans. I need I need I need pamins for my birthday store. I need a Merseyside derby. Okay. <laughs> I need I need I need. I don't think I don't think um club is going to play a full full strength squad. I think Shakiri will get a game for some reason for the against. He ain't getting no game, man. I watch, man. You see, no way. You see, Shakiri's not touching the pitch ever again. Is he training separately? I was reading. Uh, I don't know, but he didn't play against Blackburn, did he? No. He's finished. I do agree. Arigi will probably get a game. I don't think Mane and Salah will play together for some reason. I don't know why. Um. I just think it'll be one of the two. So I think either I think Kano will get a game on the wing, you know. I think oh, please don't. Please don't. Yeah. I'll and tested midfield and Kato on the wing because uh-huh. training videos of Kato drifting wide and um, uh-huh. even in the, the warm up game he didn't even play in the middle. So we can only hope. But yeah, man. Sunday, twenty first of June. I just need a I just need a W for my birthday, please, because yeah, it's going to be upsetting. If, if not upsetting, but no, it will be. If I lose, if we lose to Everton on my, on my birthday, I'm going to switch. I mean, it's, it's not. I don't. I don't see us losing. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think nah. that's a problem. Glam, how about yourself? In terms of a prediction, give me a bold prediction that we can go back on and be like, all right, you know what? Glam said 
in the remaining nine games, this is going to happen? Uh, well, first of all, um, I said what I said starting the pod. So, with referring <laughs> to that, it ain't nothing. Right, like I that. am going to, I promise you, I'm going to check the it's history. Again, I will check. I'm going to check. Yeah, I'm gonna check. <laughs> All right, cool, fine. But um, I'm going to say, do you know what? It's hard to predict now because obviously what's happened. But, going by the Blackburn game and Merseyside Derby, even though we're away, we're not away because there's no crowds. So, really, it's like the best fee, the whoever's the best. And I think we'll dominate Everton. So I'm going to say minimum, minimum, we'll win by four goals. Minimum. Yes, Everton. Yeah. Wow, okay. Okay. Just uh, just reading this from Paul Joyce now. Um, apparently they're going to have Andre Gomez fit. No good bamming. He's injured again. That's a fucking bummer, that is. He's I just, a good I player. Just, Everton, I know it's a derby, but what are they playing for? What, what are they playing for? You, right. know what you know what they're playing for? Yeah, I know. You know, it's a derby, but there's no crowds. There's no crowd. Like the whole everything about about the derby, you get the crowds behind you, and I just think coming back for them is just let's just finish our games and then get to summer. And start yeah, again. I, I agree with Glabs. Do you think Ricardson really cares about Goodison Park like that? Come on, man. That's exactly. Yeah, the like, yeah, they just don't want to get pelted with Lonsdale's on the streets, isn't it? Basically, like, <laughs> <laughs> Ricardson seems like one of them, man. Yeah, that because the crowd gas him, he's getting over. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> But the card ain't there, yeah. We got everything to motivate for. You're gonna see a man's gonna be like, this, man, is thing, this, is my, this is my problem though with the, with the few of these games in the end of the season. Obviously, with transfer windows and stuff coming up, mm-hmm. players like Richardson, they're gonna have to be a little bit more incentivized. As you know, I think was it was it Barca that wanted him allegedly. Yeah. So are they gonna be playing for like moves away and stuff? It's more shot window than anything. Um, but yeah, that's a fair point. Okay, cool. So, there has been um, a topic that's come up randomly in the past four or five days. And you, you, I'm guessing you guys can figure out what I'm going to come up with now. Philip Coutinho. How, yes. do you, how do you feel about this discussion? Do we, do we just think it's just bored Liverpool fans um, talking for the sake of it? Or... Chris is nodding. Um, or do, do we actually think there's something to it? Mush, how would you feel if Philippe Coutinho came back to the club and would you actually want it to happen in the first place? Oh, um, well, I, I think the first thing I want to say is from Coutinho's perspective, I completely understand why he might even be pushing for this because obviously his career has gone a bit pear-shaped since... He, might, he definitely is pushing for this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I think action is twerking right now. Yeah, um, and he should be because. But then, but then you asked about how I feel about it. First thing is quality-wise, Philip Coutinho is one of the best players I've seen play for Liverpool in the last five, five, six years. Like he's so good, and I think all of us we are so fickle as football fans. Like if if Philip Coutinho came back and started performing, honestly, all of the back pains in Brazil and all of that, it all goes out the way, man. We think. We have such principles when it comes to this sport, but we don't, man. I'm telling you. Let him wrap one in the top corner, and that's it. We'll be back on, man. You, you won't even be asking for your nabby anymore. I'm telling you. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're you said this summer before, <laughs> let me go. Like, let me leave. Like, live on paper. Went to newspapers, everything. Came back, started slapping goals against West Brom. It was all normal again. So I can't lie to you. Coutinho, but, but with Coutinho, <sighs> based on the ability... I would love him back. I can't lie to you because he's he, he he adds an extra dimension. When like when we're watching the game, and I'm like bored out of my head, but then I see Coutinho 
and his little feet get the ball. I get excited. I, I used to get excited. I won't lie because you, you, you used to bring something different. That, that kind of could have been indicative of our football at the time because it was a bit more exciting than we are now. But it was what it was. But saying that, I personally don't think... I personally think it's his agent trying to get a move. I personally know, I think continuing himself knows that I can't come back. Like, after all I've done, pay nine new, and it's been publicised that how bad he wanted to leave to go to Barcelona and how, and even he knows, he, he must look at his Instagram comments and think, fucking hell, when he sees all those snakes um, emojis. So I personally don't think Coutinho wants to come back, but he's kind of, beggars, he's kind of in a beggars can't be choosers situation right now because Barcelona are literally looking to flog him like a, like a Woolworth sale. Like they're telling him, yo, <laughs> out of here. So there's that feeling of prof- 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 uh, professional pride of, yeah, I found my score for 100 and something million. So I definitely can get, I definitely should be at a, a, a big stature team, but no one's going to take that risk. And Liverpool's kind of been home for him for cu- the last couple of years. So I, I don't know. I personally don't think he wants to come back. But if the opportunity was open, I don't, I per- sorry, I personally don't think he wants to come back because he kind of knows that bridge has been burnt. Like many times over with gas, petrol, everything. Mm. But I don't think I don't think he would say no to the opportunity if Liverpool were open to it because he yeah, I, I definitely do feel like he, he knows at the back of his mind that Liverpool, what he done to Liverpool was wasn't the best and he thought that he could just go he could just sell sell smoothly once he went to Barcelona, but he just didn't go to that. I've got a question for you guys though. Do you guys genuinely think, yeah, that Coutinho doesn't love have some love for Liverpool. I get you wanted to go to Barcelona. No, he does. He does. Yeah, he does. I, don't, I, don't, I don't begrudge him. I don't begrudge him. Yeah. The players don't either. Remember that. Do you remember before he left yeah. when Ox away at West Ham, when Ox was saying, yeah. like, you guys are asking about him. Can I just yeah. come in and say, like, one thing that people can't accuse Coutinho of is he, him downing tools or lower, lowering his performance or he anything. Like, he did Like, on the pitch, I can't... Like, the third... Like Julian said, the closer it got to the Barca move, the better, the more he was. So playing better. Yeah, like I, I, I get the whole lying about the injuries, but then I think we've got to such a weird stage in modern football now, where a player can't just leave in peace. Like Coutinho couldn't just said, couldn't just say he wanted to go. Like it's always, you know, like Emre Chan when he wasn't signing the contract. Suddenly, just because my man who's brought brought up in Germany, just because he doesn't want to spend his life and his next four generations in the city of Liverpool. My man's getting hounded out of the city. Like we, we can't always act like players have a divine kind of. Yeah, but okay, uh, you're right. But I, I do, I still do think Coutinho left in a really bad way. I, I don't, I don't think that was the standard transfer move. There was a lot of shit that went on. You think? Yeah, yeah there was. There was, there was, there was, and 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 I think you know, how could he die? Obviously, he he, he wanted the Barcelona move. We all knew that. We were, just like Mo Salah wants the Real Madrid move when he said it. But he was glad he was, mentions was, that Salah Real Madrid move. Single Every single time he's like, he wants that move. You know he wants that move. Well, what is this? <laughs> no, Salah, like, but anyway, yeah. Let me say. So obviously, yeah. You know, um, understand. But there's no other way Coutinho could have done it. There's no other way he would have been able to leave. And yeah. I just, I just think that we've got a good price for him. I didn't want him to go. I got a good price for him. We moved on from when he's gone. Yeah, Glory. we've won the champ- we've won the Champions League and so forth. So end of the day, do you know what I mean? It's like, no, it is. I think with with the Coutinho situation, what Liverpool stance was was that remember when there was even uh, the season before the season before he left, there was even like there was asking Coutinho, "No, what were you gonna, what were you actually going to do?" And then he he went on and eventually signed a contract. Unless there was some kind of 
pre, you know, there was some kind of verbal agreement like, yeah, if I sign this contract, I'm Barcelona coming, let me go, which I don't think there was with the way they were moving. I think Coutinho yeah. kind of stuck himself in it. He he signed a new contract, obviously, as anyone would to earn more money. But yeah. what that contract tells is like, listen, we're a club, like, you signed a long, and it wasn't a short term, two, two, three, it was like four or five. So it was kind of like, yo, Coutinho, like, we, in lack of better, we kind of we kind of own your soul like right now. So if 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 Barcelona want to have you, they're gonna to have to pay an arm and a leg, which they did. So I can't lie with Coutinho. If he made his intentions more clear and was a bit more adamant on his last year of his or last year or two of his contract, like yo, I want to leave, like I want to leave, I want to leave instead of signing the season before he's leaving, then it would have probably paid out a bit better. But yeah, man, he, he just I and mean, to be honest, he's just a bit of a pussy to be honest. Like let's be real. He, <laughs> Him and his agent were just, they were being pussies. Like, he could have just told, I know Liverpool were doing great. Like, we, you know, we had a great manager who was done the verge of building things and our fans are strong. But at the end of the day, if you wanted to leave, you should have made, and, and, and you know, you, you're done with the club. I feel like it could have been handled a bit better, uh, just a bit better on his side. Especially with like making your intentions clearer with your agent saying, I'm not signing this deal. Even though the Liverpool fans and how neaky we can be, there probably would have been a bit of backlash, but the whole signing the contract definitely muddied, muddied things up for sure. And yeah, I'll man, take, I'll take back. a page out of uh, Michael Jordan's book. You know what he says now, isn't it what he meant back then? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, he's, what do you, what do you he's made this mess himself, you know what I mean? And he's got to dig himself out of it. The easiest way back is kind of like, you know, kind of pine back to that forgiving nature that we have as Liverpool fans. Oh, yeah, think about the good times and all that. But it's not us he has to appeal to. It's Klopp. And yeah. I think those bridges burned the second time he feigned the injury and pushed mm. for the move. Um, I think there were mo- if we remember, if we remember what, it was um, FSG were happy to let him go. It was Klopp that wanted to stay as, you know, there wasn't enough time to get a decent replacement and whatnot. Um, and yeah, that, that bridge is just, it's just completely burned now. I don't think he'd have him back. And what Chris said is completely right. I think Liverpool fans kind of overestimate our importance in Liverpool's uh, transfer dealings. Like, let's be real, they don't care that we want Coutinho back. Because if Klopp is saying, and Klopp has quite made it quite clear, and you can kind of tell when he speaks about Coutinho, even though he's he's quite civil with it, he's still kind of like, has that oh, fucking arm, oh, man. If he just stayed with us, like, he would have been, every time he mentions, talks about, oh. was the statue uh, quote, innit? Yeah, the statue quote, that's it. So every time he makes the statue quote, you can just tell Klopp is there like, fam, this boy here just could have been my boy and he snaked us. So I don't think, I personally think Klopp is not trying to work with him again. Too bad. And no to in the squad. I agree. Where the hell is he going to fit? Yeah, Klopp ain't trying to work with yeah, him. Yeah, he'd, he'd have to come back. See, Mane's got his number. He's like, can, can I have that back? And Mane's going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, all right. So, so let's say, for example, the offer is um, 10 mil for a one-season loan. Would none of you take it? I would take it. Me, Julian will take it. Clock, yeah. <laughs> oh, but, but, this, is my th- this is my thing with it, though. Where are you playing him? Thank you, Chris. Because well, that's that, fine. You're, that's you're fine. But, that ain't touching the pitch. I'll tell you. Okay, but, but then, but then, if if you sign, let's say for example, Jaden Sancho, where are you playing him? I'll, I'll, make, but I'll make. I'll make room. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're picking and choosing, aren't you? Sancho, you make room for. 
Coutinho is in a beggar's position where if we don't play him, it's like, shut up and sit down, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Coutinho is not in a position to come start demanding things like no, that. Bro. Like, like, been... chooses, brother. Sit down. So, like, so, yeah, so then, again, for 10 mil for one season, you wouldn't take a punt? I wouldn't, I pay, t- I wouldn't pay 10 mil. I think 10 mil's a bit, a bit much, isn't it? Because what? is that... Is that te- te- you, you think 10 mil for one year alone is not much? Listen, for, if, for that, one if season that 10 alone. mil wins us one or two big prizes, the prize money you get is... Bro, I've seen enough of Coutinho to know that, you know, if he's playing hero ball, it's going over the bar. He, ain't really, he, he didn't win shit when he was here. He celebrated in a league cup final for his shirt off and we didn't even win that. Like, we, we've, we've kind of grown. Chris has gone to Shootinho, yeah? <laughs> you're, a, you're a nasty guy, man. You're, you're an actual nasty. You're a big fan of Coutinho as well. He turned on him like Klopp. That's why he turned on him like Klopp. Like he's he's burning. He's, he's it hurt. Nah, man. It like I mean, no, thirteen, fourteen. I had Coutinho on the back of the shirt in it, and he just sits in my wardrobe now, just gathering oh, dust. Um, probably to, to hate you, us must have loved, didn't it? That, that's what it is. Isn't it? Yeah, it's true. It's, it's true. It's kind of the same situation, isn't it? It's like you know, you're with a girl for a, a while, isn't it? And she goes and moves on to someone with a bit more money, but now you're with another girl, and everything's going well. But that old girl's kind of coming back now, saying, "Oh, I miss you." Chris, just tell us her name, man. Just tell us her name. That's too way too specific. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, right, Jen, I, I just had a fucking madness, bruv. I have to go, bruv. I saw a massive spider by my feet, yeah? <laughs> bruv, I was gone. I was gone, bro. Oh, my God. I had a heart attack. Because I, I saw him come on camera. He's looking around there. Bruv, like, I was gone. <laughs> bro, while I was talking, I saw it. I was like, no, let me remain calm. But fuck this, man. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Coutinho, like, I like him, man. He's a good youth. No, no, he's not a good youth, but. Yo, what is the obs- All right, so what is the obsession with our fan base and, and wanting him back? What is it? It's, 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 it's the same it's, thing with the Suarez thing, isn't it? It's like. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think with Coutinho, he's like, we made him in it. Let's be honest. Inter Milan, 10 million. You know what I mean? Shaggy hair. And we, 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 brought, him in, we brought him into the superstar that he was. And I think. He fit Liverpool, Liverpool fitted him. And I understand, you know, he, he game involved. And I just think, as a South American, yeah, you want to go um, La Liga. But it's ruined you now. I don't think, I'm a Jew, I don't think he can come back. I would love him back, but I'm not really a fan of this second time round thing because I just think... Has you're it ever worked? Has so it ever really worth it, what, Ian Rush? Yeah, you're going to compare the first time then. Where we don't play without him now, where's he going to play? We're going to change our formation again. Like, I just think it's one of those moments where you made the decision, we've got to make cars and we've got to move on. But the link, as you're saying, for hey, just through fans, are like, hey, where can he go? So they're just saying, you know what, come back, come back. It don't work like that. It doesn't work like that. It's true. True. I think the fans more, want it more than it actually being tangible. Because, yeah. I, and also, I, I can't lie to you, I don't think the players have any bad feelings towards Coutinho either. No way. I don't no, think they, all, they all speak quite highly of him. Was it Hendo well, that came I, out yesterday and said something? And that's, the one, and that's the one thing that I'll give him. Like, it is true that when he was here, even though he wanted to move, I don't remember him like dropping dropping levels, even though he was in service to us. Like that game against, I think it was Swansea before he left. Fuck, mm-hmm. that was probably one of the best performances that I've seen in that season. And that's saying a lot when Mo Salah well, well, was. That's saying a lot when Mo Salah was there in his first season. Mm. So I don't, I don't see it happening. I think we're, we're in love with the aesthetics of Coutinho shooting off and, you know, his little nippy tricks from our midfield that we haven't seen in time. But, nah, man. Uh, nah, I don't see that happening. I see us getting Dembele, before, uh, broken Dembele before getting Coutinho. I can't lie. 
I got sick. No. Mm, yeah, I think a lot of um, the Coutinho links have happened because people have thought that Barcelona owe us money, but they don't. So it's kind of just turned into a weird little story of, oh, if Barcelona owe us money and we don't have any money, then we can take Coutinho for free. <laughs> no, go, it go doesn't work. Do you, want to, do you want to clear that up for the, the fans who might not know what's going on with that? Yeah, so we sold the debt. So the Coutinho money that's owed, we've sold it already. So we're not owed any money by Barcelona. Like, it's official. It's there on paper. Yeah, the buyout, isn't it? We bought it out. Yeah, so it's, it's all done. Like, we've, 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 we've sold it. Barcelona owe that money to someone else, not to us. So we've made our money from Coutinho. So that, that's not even a thing. Yeah, um, if I'm bailiffs on Barcelona now, to me, we've, we've given it to the bailiffs. If they don't pay their peas, then the bailiffs... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For anything, it's not for us anymore still. But it'll be nice, man. It'll be nice to continue back in the Liverpool shirt, you know, because I think we're at the level now where we can have someone like him sit on the bench and hold it for, for a couple of months because you won't be getting paid a lot. The only way he's being in the Liverpool shirt games in the Legends games. Yeah, probably. And it's he- so weird because even me, like... On Sunday, I just started thinking about it. I was like, oh, you know what? I really want him back. But I don't know why. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. Well, where does he no fit in? There's no need for him at all. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, it's the prospect of having him, of, of one. I think we'll definitely, if we get Coutinho, let's be real, it'll definitely be one, one over on Barcelona. Like, ha! You t- <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. We get, we get him back for, for cheaper than you pay for me. There's that one feeling that I personally want him back for. And two, it's the fact that there's still kind of that because it hasn't been too long since he's left. It's been what a se- like, a, like two seasons now. Two seasons now, and even two and then, a half seasons. Sorry. Yeah, and even then, like half the season has been kind of cut away. The other half, he was he was with us. So it's basically been a full season of not having him, and it's kind of been like it's like he never left. Like if he comes back, it'll be like he never left because the same group of players are still there. You just slip slot in like a glove, like the way we wanted to. Really, it was that main thing you were saying, bro. It's just the source, man. We missed yeah. the source, and and that's all. It's true. Like we had names for him, we had songs, we had everything for him. And the fact that it's been like two years and he can fit in like a glove because no one's really, yeah. no one's really left. No one's really like gone. There's not been no big changes. Like he could slip in like a glove and it's, it's an easy one as well. Very easy. All right, let's say, for example, he came back. Where do you think he could have even played? On the Honestly, left, wouldn't it? Would it be the left? Because then what happens to Mane? He, he just doesn't play, man. I can't that's what I mean. This is one of the reasons why it's so enticing because I think we can all agree that we need some form of backup player off the bench or to rotate in the front three. And you can feel to a degree that he can do that to an extent. But even then, it's like, Man, he left as our best player. He's coming back as a rotation option. It's mad, right? Like and he's, hard, and like he's still twenty-eight. Hard. He's still like twenty-eight. And hard. I think a lot. I think. I think the thing why some of the fans really want him back, um, and it's always those guys with like football habits that want him back for some reason. Um, it's just don't lie, man. You've got a burner as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's yeah. the Bobby Firmino burner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just we hold on to when we were playing four two three one or four three three, and he was in the midfield, and people kind of like, okay, you know, if he comes back, he's going to slot straight into that midfield three, and we're going to, you know, we're better defensively now, and we're going to, you know, go and pound everyone. It doesn't work that way, and we've seen yeah. the defensive responsibilities you need for the midfield, and also the fact that he's twenty eight. So 
we usually see what our midfield looks like when Kate when Kater and Ox are spotted in. So when Coutinho, who's weaker, let's be real, smaller, less strength, slots in, we we can get pammed. I won't lie. If he if he's in our midfield, we can get beaten up. But I always say, man, like the more quality, the better. Like we've got if we re- if we really want to be the team that's the best in the world, going for all the trophies on all ends, someone like Coutinho should be sitting on the bench. The way Sane and uh, Amares and Bernardo Silva rotate for that left wing position, it's something that Liverpool should be aiming for as well. And Coutinho, let's be real, doesn't really have a leg to stand on. You can have to firm what you have Liverpool to firm it. Yeah, 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 and work your way definitely. Work your way back definitely. Yeah, and, know, and I think you would. I think you would firm it. Do you know what's so funny? He paid nine million pounds of his own money to get out of the contract. Shut That's, up. Do you know how funny that is? That is Shut hilarious. Up. He probably no, like a loan back. From... I don't want him back, man. Fuck it. Like, he probably like a loan from Jurabchin, in it. That night. Nah, yeah, man. I don't know. He paid the nine mil for his from his own for his own contract. What? Oh, come on, man. That was that was the biggest thing. Like, man paid. Man was smiling when he when he left. He was like, yeah. Do you remember the, the feel-good story he did when he was leaving? And it made, made it look like he was watching the um, Everton FA Cup game when Van Dijk scored. As he was yeah. getting on the plane to... Um, that, I don't know why, that just really pissed me off. It was like, don't feign interest like you're still watching the team. You've, you've oh, no, 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 no. Don't get just... I personally think, yeah, if Coutinho left on good terms, he would love to still be like... He would be one of those guys like, oh, come on, Liverpool. Because let's be real, he did like, kind of grow up here. Like, we kind of made him in that like, the man yeah. he is... The, the man he wants to like, sort of Barcelona. So I do think there's still that love for Liverpool there. But he knows like he's not like like we go on like footballers aren't are some robots. Like he looks at his Instagram and sees Liverpool fans laughing at him when he when, when he's <laughs> like he knows like vibes. So he's not gonna be it's like with says Fabregas. Remember when he played for Chelsea and he and he never really spoke about Arsenal, but now he's at Monaco. He's like, ah, oh, Arsenal, mm-hmm. oh when when I was with Wenger, it be, it's kind of the same continue. Like he knows that he's still active in the game, he's still an op to many, many, many fans. So he's kind of going to be like, you know what? Even though I like Liverpool, I'm, I was probably happy for you like, that you won Champions League last year. I'm not going to say it. Fuck you lot. Like, if you want to win the Premier this year, nah, I'm not going to say it. Fuck you lot. Because I like you lot, but nah, I'm not going to say it because your fans are just stickers. And we can be to, 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 to our players as well. Old players as well. So, is what it is, man. I mean, he deserves it. But yeah. All right, cool. So I guess that's a continue no. Um, no, one, no one really seems to be on it other than a fantasy loan deal. Um, Mush, seeing as you've not been on in a while, is there anything you want to bring up? Is there anything you want to discuss? You're usually full of agendas. Agendas? Um, oh, come on, that's wrong. Um, now, well, I think the main thing to say, I think I did bring it up the other day. Firstly, happy, happy birthday, King Mo Salah. Our, <laughs> our exceptional, exceptional... And happy birthday to Klopp as well. This is his yeah, birthday happy today. Birthday. Happy birthday, Dad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I did want to talk about Mo Salah because I think this is something that's developed like, it's been like this weird, I don't know, it's almost like fan fiction now, yeah? This whole weird thing of like, I like Sadio Mane, so that means Mo Salah's a prick. Like, this or like, I like Mo Salah, so Sadio Mane's crap. Like, why can't we enjoy the fact that we have two... You know what, Mush? Mush, you've come on the most perfect episode because you've got Julian and Glam here who, who feed the group chat full of anti-Salah agenda. So, please. No, no, you, no, 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 no. Really? No, 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 no. I'm not going to let um, Fire put me on front of you like that. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Call me like. What I done was I joked. I saw a tweet. I think it was like... Uh, <laughs> Take me back to 1617 before that goal puncher 
came into our team. We, as a joke, I put that into the group chat. And the Morris debate, I'm not even going to get into that. But yeah, I completely that, forgot that about insane. that. That was Morris insane. That was insane. <laughs> Me and Farouk here, we still need to go out because that was, yeah, that was nuts. The disrespect <laughs> that you lot put on Morris, yeah. I, I, no, no, but see, look, this is what always happens, yeah, is there used to be a time, yeah, where the phrase that goals decide games was a big phrase, right? And goals used to be, from what me growing up, I heard that goals were the hardest things to score in the sport of football, right? So we've suddenly got a player who can do the hardest bit of the game at a higher level than almost any other player who seems to be techier or saucier or more talented. All of these adjectives that we throw, Mo Salah is outperforming them, yeah? And we suddenly want to throw away a player who is voted the fifth and sixth best player in the world in consecutive years for a guy who I can put in five different gradients on a YouTube compilation. I have got the most effective footballer on the planet and it is a miracle what he has done since he's been here because all of these players, even players I love more, like, like I thought Luis Suarez is the best player I've seen play for Liverpool. Fernando Torres is held so highly in regard. Mo Salah is outperforming all of them and he deserves to be recognised so much more. Even Sadio Mane, who we think is better than him, he's outperforming. Whoa, whoa, chill. I, I don't say that. Okay, well, I love Sadio Mane. He's, my, he's actually my favourite Liverpool player. But what I don't like this thing of is, like, suddenly the only way we can make our other favourites worthy of the Salah debate is by trying to demean Salah. Like, you can't, you can't ignore a player you know, of that level. What? Go on, go on, Julian. I personally think Mush is listening to the vocal minority, which happens a lot. Like, I personally don't think, even with what I put in the group chat, yeah, I can share that, and then that will have uh, Fahi and Chris thinking, oh, Julian hates Salah, but I don't. Like, I think the vocal minority have such a strong voice. Because, fam, let's not lie, don't, don't shake your head like I hate Julian, you're a nasty guy. I'm oh, not! <laughs> <laughs> I need to see some of these receipts, bro. I need to see these receipts of what Oh, man. I like Salah, yeah. It's just that I can see, one, where glam comes from when he has his criticisms. Two, when I see when people kind of over... Not, uh, I'm not going to say overstate because he's incredible, but I kind of see where people do a bit too much in terms of... Uh, for example, the Mahrez um, Salah debate that we had. Like, to, to the level where people downplay other wingers like Mario saying, oh, Salah's levels above him. When I can give you... He's not. He's not. Because if I ask you, Moshe, since after the 17-18 season, yeah, in yeah. the most clutch moments, and I mean clutch moments... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salah, what? Sorry, say that again. You just... In the most clutch moments after the 17-18 season, where yeah. was Mo Salah when it was time to get a goal? This is, this is when we this, needed him. I mean, boy, I, I mean, I can bring up the Champions League final last year at the minute one. He scored a pen that Milner could have scored. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, I don't want to even bring that up. <laughs> what, Kelsey, is that not, is that Kelsey, not an important Kelsey, moment? Kelsey, uh, Kelsey, um, <laughs> are you feeling all right? <laughs> Henderson could have scored that pen. Oh, shut up. No, I'm not having it. No, I'm not Julian, Julian, do you know what I've got to disagree with here? Is two, two, there's two layers to this, right? The first bit is that we have this obsession here with caring about the person who was there at the decisive moment and the whole season and all the work leading up to it that gets us into this position gets ignored, right? So someone might score the goal in the cup final, but the 50 goals we need to score to get there, we're not looking at who scored a large percentage of those. And the second part is that Mo Salah plays such a big role 
in intimidating teams. Sometimes it's not just about scoring the goal. It's the fact that when teams come up against us, they know they have to come up against Mo Salah. And they put so much resource and attention into negating him, that is allowing other players to flourish. And like, Rep carries so much. And he's created that through his own work. And to have a player of that calibre who can invoke that fear is so hard to even buy that. Like, we're talking about a top, top, top player. We haven't had many players who end up in the top 10 in the Ballon d'Or apart from Steven Gerrard in, in, in this last decade. Steven Gerrard, Virgil van Dijk, Mo Salah and Sadio Mane. That's all we've got. And for some reason, Mo Salah is always the one who has to prove that he's worthy of being there when everyone else is different. Okay, but do you not think, Mush, do you not think it's to do with him having the um, wonder season that he had the first season and him always being judged by that? So because he's never reached that pinnacle again in terms of actual performance and um, goals on paper... Agreed. Do, do you not yeah. think that's probably why some of the disrespect is coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree that he's almost set his own level too high. Whereas yeah. if, he spaced, if he spaced out this form where these 90 goals or whatever came level in 30-30-30 rather mm-hmm. than a 40-20-17 or whatever, then yeah, it might have helped him. But I just feel like it's overstated this thing of like, unless Salah scores, there's no quality. Because there is, like Chris said about the Champions League moments, mate, Mo Salah's pass to Sadio Mane for that header in the Bayern Munich game when it just killed off Bayern Munich. That was a brilliant pass. He has so many of those assists and so many moments where like, we're so quick to point out Mo Salah's deficiencies with the football that we forget he's an exceptionally talented footballer as well. But don't, get, don't, don't get us wrong, yeah? I'd like, don't get me wrong. When I, when I criticise Salah, I criticise like, I, I literally close to everybody on the team because you know you know me you know what I'm about man yeah, yeah. I got my guys Van Dijk Gomez hold tight them I got my guys that I'll never criticise but I think and Glam can attest to this as well the eye test is there like you see there's games where for example let me think of a game Everton uh, yeah, Everton last year was the, was the was the most evident Everton yeah, last yeah. year I was thinking Salah what the fuck are you doing like there's games where I'm like where I'm watching him do so much and occupy the ball so much that it's it's mentally irritating to watch him do crazy. Even Atletico Madrid this year, that's the perfect example. Like that game, I I personally thought Salah played well, but there's times where he had that lack of that lack of clutch finishing that we praise him so much. Oh yeah, Wolves away, Wolves away was the yeah. same. Remember, remember when Hendo scored, and the only reason he scored was because Salah was being greedy and he got tackled, and the ball actually fell. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's that's that you, like we do see, and because we're we're not the we're, we're not football fans that goes off. All right, um, yeah, Salah sc- Salah scored today. He did score today, and, and we go off stats. Nah, we watch ball. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's I, 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 that's personally where my criticism comes from. I personally wouldn't trade Salah for, wouldn't trade him for anything under Kylian Mbappe, Neymar, uh, 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 or or two or two hundred mil. Mm. That's me. Well, I'm, I'm happy you said that. I'm happy you said that, Julian, because I think that was what I had hoped would be said today, which is. Yeah, yeah. There are, if you're going to replace Mo Salah, you literally need to find the best player on the planet to be able yeah. to do that. Because anyone, like some players, I, I hear like someone I read once, and I'm not saying I read every comment and buy it, but I heard someone say, oh, you work with Adama enough and Adama can do what Salah's doing. Like, we can't do this thing of like, if you polish up any winger, he can do what Mo Salah does. Like, it, it, oh my God, it irritates me so much. Yeah, I think you listen to the vocal minority too much, Mush, man. You need to get up to Twitter streets for a bit and just and just come to the real world, come to the streets. I need my hair I mean, to go back, bro, so it covers my ears. Yeah, Mush is just upset about his hair, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's... Yeah. Salah. 
I mean, 91 goals and 37 assists in 144 games. You can't doubt what he's yeah, brought man, to the club, sick. man. He's sick, man. Like, Salah's the most... He's honestly the most... I joke, man. He's honestly the most efficient player that I've seen in the Liverpool shirt. No lies. Efficiency. Not the best, but in terms of efficiency, yeah. I've not he's seen... Not, he's not easy on the eye. He's yeah, not he's easy on the eye. So I, I, I see it. I, I know why people prefer Mane. I get it. Mane is much more enjoyable to watch. And also, and also comes across as a little bit less selfish on the ball. Because Salah, let's be real, there are times where he plays like, if I'm not scoring, fuck this win. 100%. But I think that's what makes yeah. Salah what he is, though. Yeah. But yeah, you a, need that ruthless aggression, I, I, innit? Yeah, as a Liverpool fan, I'm not going to see that. I don't want to see that. I, I personally won't see, see, the, see the good in that. Like, no, though, because Spurs fans probably look at Kane who takes shots non-stop when there's passes on. Yeah, but they and don't they, win. They think of the, what's, what's <laughs> way up the other <laughs> yeah, They don't win. They don't win. When you win the Champions League, and even, and even Tottenham fans have told you last year, like, yo, Kane should not have been starting that Champions League final. So, nah, he shouldn't. Yeah, so I can't lie. When Tottenham win Champions League, or it can even challenge for the league until the last day, that's when you can start chatting in it. But until then, I don't want to hear about no Kane because even he's kind of in about a year or two still. So, boy, win time and then they can chat to me about Kane. Okay, well, all I can say is King Mo, innit? Yeah, yeah, hot at moment, man. King of Liverpool, King of Egypt, the greatest breaker of chains, breaker of uh, uh, goal records in the Prem. I respect it, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put him on a crazy pedestal like us Liverpool fans do with a lot of our players. Just put, and say he's levels above a lot of wingers when because he's because he's more efficient than some and gets a lot of goals. Like, nah, man. I watch ball fam. I don't watch stats. Yeah, but how many quick question. I've got a quick question for Glad. Yeah, how 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 many players would you swap Salah for in the world right now? How many? Yeah. Who? Um, who? Yeah. Horrible. Who and how many? Yeah. Um. Okay. So Mbappe. Yeah. Probably. Well, off 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 head. Probably not many. I'll be honest with you. There's not many. Probably one or two. Okay. All right. So you you also rate him in high regard then? I, what what he does? What he does? I rate him very highly. I don't, I don't like some of the things that he does. But for what he what, what his end products and what I mean what he does and what he produces, I rate him very highly as one of the best in the world. So can we admit that it's sensationalism sometimes when you're casting the hell out of him on the pod? <laughs> no, because he pisses me off. He's too <laughs> fucking greedy. And no, I won't say that back. He's too fucking greedy, bro. I, I no, can't stand the way he plays. I can't stand hearing the thirty seconds the or the one minute of him getting goals. He's watching the other 92. What did Salah do in the other 92? What did it say on the top <laughs> left of the screen, bro? But it's true. But I feel like in the other yeah. in like 92, Salah does it. When he's not scoring yet, sometimes I'm thinking, bro, like, are you on crack sometimes? Like, when I see him play... Hey, hey cut this out, by the way. But like, sometimes, like, when I see him play, I'm like, brother, like, are you all right? Like, some, some of the things he does, like, man's trying to directly run at, like, three defenders, try to beat them. And Do you know why it is? I, I honestly feel as if, because it happened for him in the 17-18 season, because yeah. he's, he's, remember all those ricochets he used to get, it would oh, be yeah. so mad. He would kick it and it'd bounce off, like, five players and go to his feet. It'd yeah. be so ridiculous. Cutting from Spurs, I say that all the time. Like that goal against Spurs, he's been trying to recreate that for time. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to it's true, but all right, cool. All right, so I think I think that's enough for uh, this evening. So, Krish, um, cool. Glam, Julian, yep. Mush, thank you for joining me. Um, oh, you know, football's back this week, so looking forward to gathering your thoughts next week. 
Um, we've got a really special episode next week. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, you guys will see. We've got a very special guest, so um, keep it locked. Make sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel, uh, follow us on Twitter, Cop and Fracker, and join the Discord channel as well. Um, we'll send the link on the tweet tomorrow. Until next time, take care and stay safe. using a manual razor? Join the facial hair revolution with the Philips Norelco One Blade. This innovative tool lets you trim, edge, and shave your beard or stubble with ease. One Blade. Your style. Made simple. Available at Walmart. Sports Social Podcast Network.